Welcome to this episode of the Advanced Southwest Iowa LaunchCast. I'm Todd Studer, joined again by Nikki Ferguson, Manager of Entrepreneurial Development at Advanced Southwest Iowa Corporation. Hi, Nikki. How's everything been going this week so far? Things have been going great, other than the weather could be a little nicer. I guess we're kind of a week behind, but for the record, there's white stuff out there again today, and I'm not pleased about it. How are you doing, though? I'm doing I'm doing quite well, and uh, I, I'm busy just the same as you are busy, and it seems that the more I try to arrange my schedule, the busier it gets. That's, that's, I think that's a common problem with every entrepreneur, though, wouldn't you think? Absolutely. It's definitely uh, not for the faint of heart. You're kind of kind of married to it and, you know, sleep when you're dead type of a situation. That's probably not a super nice way of saying it, but yeah, you're, you're definitely married to it a little bit as you're starting to launch for sure. Well, we should mention how this is going to work for this episode because we are flipping the script a little bit and I'm actually going to hand host duties over to Nikki and then I'm going to slide into the guest chair just figuratively. We're not actually changing places, but yes. So you're all in trouble because Todd is obviously very good at what he does and, and leading these interviews and these podcasts, and I am absolutely not. But it is what it is, and I think it's only fair that we kind of explain how this even came to be. This podcast situation wasn't just looking for another way for us to tell the stories of our entrepreneurship. That's been a bonus that's come out of it. This whole podcast has been awesome. But full disclosure, the reason this whole podcast has come about was that I was sitting down with Todd um, about a venture that you were working on, a future startup concept for to be launched here in Council Bluffs. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about what that was? Well, yeah, yes. I had an idea a while back as, well, to be honest, it, it, it stemmed from my own personal need for a studio, a recording space uh, that could also be used for video as well. I have a studio in my house. It is... Hand-built, it's not something that I would take pictures of and put up on the internet, but it is functional and it works. And my thought was it would be nice to have a space to be able to use that could be on camera and would just be more professional appearing and state-of-the-art equipment and that type of thing. That led me to think that maybe there's some other organizations just like me out there other businesses, other nonprofits that could use a space to be able to do some things on their own that maybe they don't want to hire a full marketing company outside to do, that just some smaller things. And if they had a space that they could go to, well, we all know how expensive uh, recording equipment can be and treating a room acoustically and getting it soundproof and everything else. So one thing led to another and the concept for... Uh, shared studio space and recording space uh, was kind of born in my head. And that's when I reached out to you. Absolutely. And I think if we've learned, you know, a major shift in the way we do things happened over the pandemic, you know, we were doing these Zoom meetings are the norm now. What was in-person classes is now, you know, webinar formats. And so I think people were talking to, there's so much production going on that people maybe don't even realize, like you're doing your own production. Um, and we've talked to other entrepreneurs and other small business owners in the community who maybe host webinars from their bathroom by moving things around, going into closets. People are doing what they can to kind of make a soundproof booth. But again, if you're needing green screen or to do any video along with it, that's not always 
super conducive. What are some other things that you think people may be doing that don't even realize, hey, I'm wearing a production hat right now and, and that having those services, what those could actually do? What would that maybe look like? You are the one that actually popped an idea into my head when you said that, was it your son that had something to record for, uh, wanted to send in an audition and needed a space to be able to record it? And having a soundproof booth that a student could go in, let's say that they wanted to send in an audition to try to do something at college with uh, vocal or uh, playing an instrument or what have you. Now there's a place for that. If, if a company wants to be able to hold a webinar and instead of just holding their phone out in front of them, which a lot of folks do with, let's say, Facebook Live or something like that, then a space where they could do that and everything was already hooked up and ready to go for them. Podcasting is a big thing, much like we're doing here. Podcasting is still, while it has become very popular and there's a lot of them out there, It's a growth industry, and people may have an idea for a podcast that they want to try out, but don't want to invest thousands of dollars into uh, all of the recording equipment, and maybe they don't have the experience that they would like to have with audio editing and that type of thing. So that's where all of this came from, the idea of having uh, shared studio space with the option of having an engineer that could uh, do all the editing and recording and everything for you if you wanted that. I think that there is a long list of possibilities that people could use this space for. And to, as you said, let the cat out of the bag, we're going to go ahead and make the announcement that I have leased the commercial space. I haven't taken occupancy of it yet. I'm hoping for a soft opening sometime this summer, but We're just going to go with the name, the studios on South 4th, because we're going to be located on South 4th Street in Council Bluffs, and it is going to be available uh, regardless of what it is, whether you have a business. Maybe it's just a personal thing. Maybe maybe you want to record Grandma on her 80th birthday, and you want to get uh, different people talking about memories uh, that they have had of her growing up that be able to show her at her party. There's a lot of different things uh, that this could be used for. I don't think I've even figured out all of them yet. Absolutely. And and again, there's so many companies and organizations that are doing regular webinars or classes or, you know, w- online format, um, which is kind of what, and then again, like we talked about with my son, those kind of one-off things, um, obviously still working through the details, but that's why you kind of plan to have these different tiers. Like maybe you're just doing a contract where I'm going to need this for a one-off thing. I'm going to rent studio space for an hour. Or maybe I do this so regularly or I'm in production as there's a major production component for my business. And so I'm regularly meeting with clients and it'd be great to have a place to meet with clients, have a kind of common space or a collaborative space even with other members because I'm going to be in there regularly. So I'm going to pay a membership to be in there certain hours, so many hours a week using the studio. And um, I think you really are working on taking care of many different needs in kind of the concept that you're building and morphing as we as we work through the details. I want to make sure that I'm not coming across as if I am trying to take things away from any type of marketing company or advertising agency or anything like that. Those places exist for a reason and they do some very good work. Uh, we've got some right here in Council Bluffs that do that. However, this is more for if, if it's a project that you want to do on your own 
or maybe you just need a little bit of guidance uh, with that. I've spoken with some folks at the college and they said, yeah, we would love to be able to hold uh, workshops and webinars in a space like that. So we're going to have we're going to have a booth that has both audio and video capabilities. So you can do live stream or just recording or maybe both. Another room will be set up strictly for podcasting. Uh, the thought right now is to have as many as four people in there at the same time with all of the state-of-the-art equipment that you're going to need to be able to make that happen. And then thirdly, which will be the last component that will slide in at the end, will be an individual room. There's a company called Whisper Room that makes booths that are soundproof for a single person. Uh, they are big enough to put two people into, but they're really designed just for one. So if uh, if you have some voiceover work that you want to do, or maybe, as you said, your son with putting together that uh, audition to send out, this would be a great space to be able to do that and not have to worry about external noise or about echoing or anything like that. You and I have talked before, Nikki, and I kind of make a joke about it, that if you listen to audiobooks, you would be amazed how many of those were recorded in someone's walk-in closet because that's the space that they have. So they have, they invest in the microphone, they invest in the software to be able to do the editing and everything, but the space itself, just that's what they're using. I have friends that that's how they're doing uh, voice work. This is going to give another option to them that uh, they don't have to worry about the external noise that might be going on in the house. When I first started doing this, I used to have to unplug the refrigerator because of when it would kick on, the microphone was so sensitive, it would pick up that noise and you could hear it. And when you're recording an audiobook, you need a dead, what's called a noise floor. It needs to be, uh, the technical end of it is negative 60 dBs, which is very low. It's lower than what the human can hear, but the computer can hear it. And some of my books would fail quality check because I had that noise in the background. So all of these things will be taken care of and you won't have to worry about that anymore. That's incredible and highly technical and above, above anything in my expertise. And as we're talking about this, not my expertise and maybe someone else's, I'm sure there's someone sitting out there that they're hilarious or they have some great parenting stories or they're an expert in what they do and have thought about maybe dabbling in the podcast world. Because like you're saying, it's a growing market. And I think we haven't even gotten close to the full potential of what podcasting can do for us as it's growing in popularity immensely in the last, you know, five, 10 years, but I'm new. I have no idea what I'm doing clearly as an indicative by this <laughs> podcast in general, are they able to um, use your, your expertise? Uh, if I'm a member of the studio um, and I'm just learning, but I don't know how these microphones work. I don't know the technical ends of it. Is that something where I'm going to be able to tap into your expertise as the, the founder of the studio and someone who's been in this industry forever? Absolutely. And it will be a uh, service. Well, it's actually a service I'm already offering. I had a meeting last week with someone who hosts their own podcast. Uh, the podcast is about the foster care program, and she talks with people who have been through foster care. Well, she had some technical issues while she was recording it. And the audio cut out because her guest was at, she lives in Iowa, but her guest was in California. So they were uh, having this conversation over the internet. Well, the internet connection was lost briefly. So it cut out. If you're listening to a podcast, you don't want to hear all of that technical side. So she called me and 
said, is there anything that I can do with this? And I said, you bet. We're going to have, it'll be an easy fix. Uh, we'll sit down. I'll show you how to do it. There is a lot of free audio editing software out there that works just fine for podcasting. And there's a, there's some tricks to the trade that will just be another service that we offer to be able to show you how to edit without being able to hear the edit, understanding that there is a pacing involved that makes it comfortable to listen to, and you do not want to take away from that. You don't want to cut a part of the audio out in between someone's breath that maybe you could hear. Uh, and that just makes it sound very edited and makes it sound difficult to listen to. So yes, that will be another service. We'll make sure that everyone has a good understanding of how all of the equipment works. And I'm sure there's going to be some people that come in to utilize it that already know it. They already have been working with different software and understanding how all of that is put together. But it's not going to be a requirement to be able to take part and to be able to use this facility. Awesome. Yeah, I think, again, as we're, you know, working through this process, there's already been so many things that we've gone, huh, I didn't even think about that as being an option or filling a need. And I think the studio is just going to be great. And again, I'm beyond excited for the summer. If someone wants to, say, get on a waiting list or even be kept in the loop of how things are progressing in the timeline and soft openings and um, when the membership list opens up how what would be the best option for them to keep in the know on what's happening in the progress if they have any questions at all there's just the typical ways you can always email me uh and my email address is as simple as i could make it it's toddstuder at gmail.com and you spell my last name s-t-u-d-e-r so that was as a matter of fact there was a uh, I am not the former third string quarterback for the Oakland Raiders, by the way. <laughs> that was another Todd Stewart. Really? Oh yeah, I get to, I for a while I was on his email list. He played he played college football at Long Beach State, and Long Beach State somehow got my email address in as his, so I was getting notifications for alumni events and things like that. <laughs> So did you just go with it or, or did you uh, let them know of their error? Eventually I let them know. Also, his his <laughs> daughter went to a private school out there in California and they were sending me emails. I eventually sent them an email and said, look, the, the young lady's father is probably not getting these because my daughter goes to school in Council Bluffs. So <laughs> right. it was Absolutely. it was just kind of a, a, a funny little story to be able to do that. But anyway, ToddStuder at gmail.com is my email address. You can find me online. Uh, my website is up. Successiniowa.com is the name of my current website. We will be developing a new website uh, for the studios on South 4th. However, for now, there's a contact page right there on my website, successiniowa.com. You can reach out that way. And uh, always phone, cell number, you can either call or text at 712-330-9306. If you, I, live a, I leave a very large online footprint. So if you just Google <laughs> Todd Studer and voice or Todd Studer and narrator, you're going to find me. Uh, I've recorded uh, over 200 audiobooks now. Uh, multiple projects, voiceover projects uh, in different places around the world, actually. There's a place in Singapore that if the, if the building has an emergency, you will hear my voice giving the emergency instructions. So it's I've been at this a while, 
And I have just been looking for an opportunity to be able to use all of the radio skills that I developed in my career just in a different way. And I'm excited that this is all coming together. And I have I, I've made the commitment. As I said, the lease has been signed and we are moving forward and we are shooting for a soft opening sometime this summer. And I will be keeping people informed on this podcast and also on my social media as well about the progress of how everything is going. Absolutely. And if for whatever reason you missed every way that you could possibly get in touch with Todd and you know me or know how to get a hold of advance reach out to me. I will definitely connect you with Todd and we will be following closely, obviously, as the studios progress. So Todd, thank you for letting me flip the script on you today a little bit and play host, so to speak. Um, I hope I didn't do a horrible job, but uh, yeah, thanks for what you're doing and thanks for what you do for Advance in this podcast and then what you're doing for the community and other people in production and, and the future broadcasters or podcasters, uh, uh, production people in our community and hopefully regionally someday. Well, and I thank you for all of the hard work that you've put in so far with helping me with this. And I would encourage anyone, if you have a business idea, even if it isn't fully fleshed out yet, call Advanced Southwest Iowa Corporation, have a meeting with Nikki and she will help you learn about everything that you need to do. And and what I really appreciate about you, Nikki, is that you are just upfront about, is this a good idea or not? If it's not, you'll say so. And if it is, then you'll say that as well. And, and I appreciate your honesty and your transparency with all of that and, and all of the hard work that you've given me so far. I know you keep saying it's your job. I don't care. You're still, uh, I would not be where I am at with all of this without your help. So again, thank you. Well, you are very welcome, and I appreciate you. And, and obviously, you know, that's the, the market research doesn't lie. So I'm really excited to be a part of this and help you out and anyone else bring their dreams and future plans for companies or even small businesses to fruition. So reach out to me anytime. And Todd, again, thank you again for your time. Thank you for the podcast, uh, doing that with us and, and everything else in the future. So thank you. 